Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. Oh, y'all don't believe it. Isn't God good? God is awesome. He is awesome. I It's so funny this morning. I did not have a voice to sing. And so it's so funny when things are not going the way that I like it to go, I turn to worship. And it's so funny because when I had a I was like, oh, I can't sing. Okay. I was in the in the in the bathroom. I was and I was like, okay, God, we gotta we gotta get something. Every song, I was like, I command my hands to praise the Lord. I command my hands to praise the Lord. Hands, hands, praise the Lord. Hands, hands, praise the Lord. And then I was like, okay, okay, I'm still a little hoarse. Then I was like, let me do this other song. Let me know where to go. At the end of the road, still I know you can save me. It's not working. I made some mistakes, and I am to blame. Yet I know you can change me. So here I am, crying out, Lord, please take me this time. I know you can. So here I am, Lord, because I won't let go until you bless my soul. Until you change my name and I'm no longer the same. I won't let go until you bless my soul. Until you change my name and I'm no longer the same. I won't let go. And it's so funny because by the time I got here, it's like, your voice is a little scratchy. I was like, oh, but it's coming along. It's coming along because I know a man from Galilee, and they say, if you say his name, he'll set you free. All right. We're going to go visit. Um, we're going to go visit my, okay, I'm going to go back. So the name of my sermon today is Matters of the Heart. And the subtitle is Create in Me a Clean Heart. Um, So if you are, um, if you have your Bibles with you, can you go to Acts 9? Sorry. Oh, that's really small. I'm so sorry. I guess y'all got to look. Y'all got to listen to me. All right. It says, Meanwhile, Saul 
Still drawing his breath hard from threatening and murderous desire against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and requested of him letters of the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any men or women belonging to the way, that's Jesus, he might bring them bound with chains to Jerusalem. Now as he traveled on, he came near to Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and he fell to the ground. Then he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul said, who are you? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is dangerous, and uh it is dangerous, and it will turn out badly for you to keep kicking against the the goals, okay, to offer vain and perilous resistance. Trembling and astonished, he asked the Lord, what do you desire me to do? The Lord said to him, but arise and go to a city and you'll be told what to do. Okay, so um, why are we talking about Saul? Well, Saul had an issue. Saul had an issue. Saul, Saul did not like Christians. We don't know what's going on with Saul. Um, can you please give me um, We don't know what was going on with Saul, but I have a question to pose um, to you guys today. Could we possibly experience a Damascus situation as a Christian, I dare ask you this question. Because for me, in my walk with Christ, I had problems with perfect Christians. In a way, I persecuted my own brothers and sisters by looking down at them because they did not go through enough to actually get to me. Because in my own theology, they had to go through the hell that I went through to reach me. I loved chaos, but I didn't want to admit it. It took the same people that smiled too much and loved God too much to open my eyes. Does that look like anybody else? I, I guess not. I'm going to preach to myself. Um, what makes someone have to get to this Damascus stage? What happened to your heart? Well, I would say that the cares of this life, that heartbreak, that breakup, um, your kids, I, it's so many different things, your job, um, many different things help you get to that stage of your heart not being right. Your heart just, you know, the Bible says that the heart can be a very, very um, dangerous thing. Sometimes there's murderous things in there. There's, it's not good. But the thing is, we got we to gotta look at God. And let God clean that stuff up. He wants us to have a clean heart. God wants to heal your heart. But how do you do this? How do you notice what's not like him and what's, what is him and what is not like him? Well, in the next slide, you'll find out. The next slide says there's a difference between the flesh and the spirit. The Bible says that in Galatians that those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Okay, so what is spirit and what is flesh? Okay, so the things of the flesh, let's see, that's um, 
let's look. There's immorality, there's impurity, there's idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord. That time that they, your boss got on your nerves and you told the whole job because everybody else needs to know too because they were a jerk. Well, that's the flesh. That's not, that's not God. Um, and then the spirit, those things are love, joy, peace, kindness, long-suffering. And it's so funny, I talked to my I talked to my aunt last night, and she was telling me about something, and I was like, you know, <laughs> it's so funny. You tell me this, but guess what? Guess what my sermon's about? She was like, what, Lyra? And I was like, and I told her, and she was like, okay, Lyra, you got a point. And I was like, but it's not just you. It's me, too. Because I have those moments. I have those moments when I'm tired. I've had too much stuff going on. And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to deal with people acting crazy. I, I don't want to deal with, um, you know, people saying things that they shouldn't say. And I get irritated. I get frustrated. I might not be like Psalms 1 and he that dwelleth in the secret. Oh, no, no, no. That's not Psalms 1. That's blessed is the man that walketh not into the counsel of the ungodly or sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the Lord. But no, I, I, I have to get to the point. You don't want to talk to Jesus when you are frustrated sometimes because you don't want him to set you in your place. And so when it comes to the heart, God's like, listen, before you get to the flesh, I want you, I want to clean all of that up inside of you. I want to clean that up. I want to make you new because it's nothing, there's no good thing in the flesh. There's no good thing. Um, the next slide. Um, God wants to restore everything. There was a song that I was listening to while I was preparing for this, and it just was like God wants to restore everything, everything, everything. And as I did that, I wanted you to notice how important that is because you start off and you're like, oh, God wants to restore everything. No, God wants to restore everything. No, God wants to restore everything everything and your voice gets louder the more you understand and the more you take in what God is saying to you you're saying you know what God wants to restore everything God wants to bring my beauty he wants to bring that beauty for ashes that joy for for mourning he wants everything restored and when you see that God wants to restore everything you don't want to sit there and worry about Galatians where it said you know what um the flesh is the the murderous spirit that idolatry that those things that are not like God you want to be like that loving person. You want to be long-suffering. You know what? That really frustrated me, but I'm going to take a deep breath, and I'm going to love you anyway because how did God treat us? How did God work on us? God didn't take me from living my life to here from screaming and yelling. He took me here from love, from words about love, love and long-suffering and patience because I didn't have patience and I'm working on it I'm working on it I don't want my kids to tell on me <clears throat> but I want to take y'all to Isaiah Isaiah is a beautiful chapter Isaiah is just so wonderful but in Isaiah I'll wait for you to get there it's Isaiah 61 Isaiah 61 
it's just, it's going to cement what I was just saying to you. And it says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and opening the prison and the eyes of those who are bound to proclaim that and accept the year of the Lord. Mm. I don't know if this is making you happy. It's, it's kind of making me a little excited. Um, and it's also, I'm going to, I have the, I have the um, application Bible and it can be very wordy at times. Um, it says to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of his favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, to grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion, to give them an ornament of garland or a diadem of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, the garment expressive of praise instead of heavy burden and failing and a failing spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness and magnificent and lofty, strong, and magnificent, distinguished for uprightness, justice, and right standing with God, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And this is my favorite part, because we hear about the, old, the one through three all the time. But, and then it says, and they shall rebuild the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations and renew the ruined cities and devastations of many generations. Listen, God doesn't want you to just be pretty just to be pretty. He wants to use you for a purpose so he can't have you having your heart all nasty and jacked up. He needs you to have a clean heart so he can use you for his purpose. And if we go to the next slide, we're getting ready to go. But if we go to the next slide, it says, there I say that Saul was dead on the inside because something unexplainable. But God, God met him him in the dark place he was in and changed his life forever now I don't know maybe you didn't go through that Saul experience but I went through many Saul experiences and I know that it took something it didn't take me having to go before the church and say I'm sorry I'm sorry saints I, I done I done shacked up and and I got pregnant I apologize church it didn't take me um realizing that I failed and I I went home to my to my family and and you know it didn't work out because you know I life was just life at that moment and I had to cope and figure it out and I ended up back in Michigan I ended up in Michigan we never we never had a relationship again I love you Michigan but we didn't have a relationship before but I ended up in Michigan and God still had to work on me God still had to prune me he still had to pick things out that was not like him because for me I was like but you know what I could still fix this I could still I had a 
I had a relationship with God, but I didn't have a understanding of who God was. I feel like every now and then God has to reassure his self, his role in your life. God has to let me know I am Jehovah Jireh. I am Jehovah Nisi. I am, Je listen, I am all that you need is all in me. I am that I am. Listen, I realized that God had to take me through these periods. And it wasn't by somebody just pushing the Bible in my mouth. It, it, it didn't work that way. God had to take me to this point where he was like, I love you. I love you so much. Listen, I will go and I will break down the walls and I will go to that abandoned building because I love you. I will... Listen, that person over there that thinks that they can keep you in a relationship that is not of me, I am going to take care of that person and you are going to follow me and you're going to follow me wholeheartedly because you know what? I, it's not because I forced you. It's because I loved you and I love you so much that you don't even, you can't even love yourself. There was a song back in the day by Neo and he used to say, and I, I thought he was the stupidest person in the world because he said, I'll love you until you can love yourself. I said, that's the most stupidest thing that I could ever hear. But you know what? That's what God does. God said, I love you so much. I'm going to love you until you can love yourself. And even though it sounded dumb when Neo said it, it sounds so amazing when God said, I'm going to love you until you can understand what love looks like and you can love yourself and I just want to let you know just in case you don't you don't still rem you don't um you don't believe me there's this I've been listening to this podcast lately and um this lady she's a she's a teacher and preacher but she teaches children also and so she she told me well she told the listeners to put her, their hand in front of them and you have five fingers right and so she said look at your hand I don't know why I'm getting choked up but she said I will never leave you I will never leave you I will never forsake you I don't care what it looks like I don't care who who did whatever it was to mess up your heart but listen I will never leave you I will never forsake you God wants to bring us to a place where all inhibitions are removed and we are solely and completely relying on God he wants to clean up our heart guys he wants to make it new. Those things that, oh, those things that have been stagnant, those things that have hurt your heart. He wants to repair your heart and he wants to transform you. Now there's there's one more story I want to let you know of. There's there's a story that you know about Peter and how he walked on the water as long as he looked at God he walked on that water he didn't look to the side he didn't look to the other side but he stayed looking at God and the thing is I saw this little girl and her dad this week and I don't know like I was just coming into work and the thing that got me, got my attention. God got my attention because this little girl, she she just had her dad's her dad's hand 
and she was just walking into my class, and she was just walking, and as long as she was walking, she wasn't looking over here to see what's going on in that class. She ain't worried about what's going on behind her. She was just looking straight forward, and the thing is, God wants us to get to that point where we can walk with God and just keep our eyes straight forward. We don't need to look at the back, because remember, the train is coming, and that door is going to close, so we want to keep straight. We want to look straight. We don't need to look at the side because Sister Sally and Sister Susie, they got their own stuff that they got to work with, but you need to look straight. You need to look at God and just continue to look and see what he wants you to do because as soon as you get that revelation and you see what God wants you to do, it's going to be so beautiful, guys. God bless you. Thank you, Lyra. Can we just put our hands together? Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what he wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and he has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you. We love you. Have a blessed day.